Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Welcome back to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. If you're watching us this morning, the sun coming up here over Lower Manhattan, the Brooklyn Bridge, right by the East River. We're on Pier 17, and we're with you every weekday morning from 6 to 10. This morning, it's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, minus J. He was on the NBA coverage yeah. last night. We'll see yeah. him tomorrow. Whatever. <laughs> Treat him like a, a guest when he comes on. He'll be with us in just a couple of hours coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern. We'll get his thoughts. He kind of had the last word last night between the Heat and the Celtics. We'll give him the first word on this Thursday morning. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Jay and all of our guests appear via the Shell Pennzoil performance line. That will include Adam Schefter this morning as well as the NFL begins another week with Miami and Jacksonville. We'll get into some football talk Jeez. a little bit <laughs> later. If it was a little more appetizing, we might get into it right now, but it's maybe not as appetizing. Well, we'll get into hey, it real, real quick, though, those <laughs> those games could turn into good ones, though. When, when they kind of, like, sour, you go. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're like, wow, that yeah. was interesting. Yeah, Browns-Bengals a week ago, who thought? Turned out to be 35-30. Burrow yeah. played well. Baker really needed it. So that's the beauty of the NFL, the storylines are always there. The storyline for the Heat, you think you're going to have a good Friday night this week? The Heat might have a better Friday night than anybody because they can close out the Celtics Friday night on ESPN, get back to the NBA Finals. They're back in the Conference Finals for the first time since 2014. Let's just extrapolate ahead a little bit. Let's just say the Heat are going to advance. Remember, they were up 2-0 in the series, and anytime Miami's ever been up 2-0 in the history of the franchise, they've won the series. So let's just call it for them, put them in the finals, and let's just put them against the Lakers, totally understanding. What I like nu- that. That sounds good. <laughs> I'm, finally, I'm finally with you there on the same wavelength, even though the Nuggets... I just, I just hope it works out. Let's just put it that way. Right. And I think the NBA, this is interesting, the NBA is just hoping, obviously, to finish the season. I think Lakers-Celtics would be unbelievable. Lakers heat with the Miami story with LeBron play facing his old team would be great. We can create that, make that turn that into something, right? No Riley uh, 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 went to Vegas and didn't really get a chance to meet with LeBron the way he want. We could turn it into something. So let's let's just put it there. Let's just put it there for the moment that the Heat would take on the Lakers, and obviously all the storylines would be about LeBron. But let's look at it instead of individually from his perspective, making his tenth finals, trying to get one over on Riley, who tossed the rings on the table to bring him to South Beach in the first place. We'll talk about that when it gets there. I have a, I have a, I have a feeling we might spend a couple minutes on that if that's the finals. But let's talk collectively. The Heat strategy with what they've been able to do. Jay will and you are both in lockstep that the strategy put forth by head coach Eric Spolstra is as good as anybody's put forth in the NBA this season against the sheer talent that Los Angeles brings to the table. When those two meet, the strategy of the Heat, but the overall balling ability of the Lakers, how well, do you see it? You, you would certainly think that they would be overmatched just based on the talent that the Lakers have. But Eric Spolstra has done a terrific job given the fact that he has young up-and-coming talent with really only uh, that I could think of real deep playoff experience would be Iguodala. Outside of that... And he's not much of a factor right now. And he's not much of a factor right now, but he can give some locker room leadership and kind of, you know, be that extra coach on the floor at times when he needs to be. Haslam. Yeah, Haslam. Haslam. And, And so... You got Jimmy Butler there, Bam is there, and then obviously uh, Tyler Hero, who had a big night last night, is coming off the bench. So when you start to, Duncan Robinson, when you start to look at the youth and them not knowing any better, that can be dangerous. They could just go out there and just play, and not you know the moment won't be too big for them. A lot of pressure would be on the Lakers for a number of reasons. Um, you know, pressure on LeBron to get the 10th, to bring the 17th to L.A., 
the Kobe Bryant factor, yeah. the pandemic factor, what we're living in in the country mm -hmm. today, all of those things could be a lot of pressure. He's carried weight on his shoulders before. Uh, but I think that the talent supersedes, that the, the, that the Lakers have could supersede the young talent that Miami has. And Miami shouldn't be shy about it at all whatsoever. Eric Spolster would be the X factor in all of this to get them to continue to buy in, continue to play the, the way that they're supposed to. If you go to an X and O standpoint, one of the things that the Lakers have got to be careful in is worrying about the three-point shot, getting caught up in trying to play that game with Miami. Don't play that game with them. Make sure that you utilize AD down low and you get more than four boards from the bigs at all times, all three of them, whether it's whether it's JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, or Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis doesn't want to play the five sometimes, you make him play the five, and that's how they beat him. We got a comment on the Heat and a question for you about the Lakers, but first I want to remind you, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, it's all about ESPN Audio at home via your smart speaker, ESPN Audio at home, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes from customization and service to financial assistance. Mercedes-Benz Vans are ready for anything, and we'll be ready for some NFL talk with Damian Woody coming up in 10 minutes. I know there's a lot of NBA fans out there, but it's dwarfed by the football fandom in this country, and if you want to talk football, hang tight. We'll be with Damian Woody here in 10 minutes. Quick comment on the Heat. All all the attention went to John Morant. All the attention went to Zion Williamson in terms of rookies. But the Heat have a young kid named Kendrick Nunn, who a lot of people don't talk about. Just another example, to your point, of the Heat finding young guys. Is he going to be a difference maker? I don't know. But when I watch the Nuggets play the Lakers, they seem to have a lot of second-unit guys that every night or so can do something, whether it's Gary Harris, whether it's Jeremy Grant, whoever it is. And the Heat have a lot of those guys underneath the surface that for one night can really step up. Here's my question. They said this about A-Rod forever. Was he a true Yankee, right? He came over. Was he a true Yankee? You get that World Series, you can call yourself a true Yankee. LeBron is a true Cav. I think he's a true member of the Heat, multiple titles. But there had always been, from a lot of L.A. fans, and Key, you're one of the biggest Laker fans I know, at what point does LeBron become a true Laker? So let me take you back a minute. Um... A year ago when LeBron conversation, well, even two years ago when LeBron conversation started, oh, he's going to be a free agent, he's going to come to L.A. I was totally 100% against it. Against it? I didn't want him stay, yo, but in Cleveland, I don't want you. You're not one of us. Right? That, that was it. Okay. I didn't want him because I was still in love with Kobe Bryant. Oh, sure. Sure. So okay. it was kind of, I get it, now. I get it. it was like, Nah, no matter what he does, it's not going to work. I don't want him. I don't want him. So as we got closer and further away from Kobe, mm -hmm. it was kind of like, hmm. And then as it really happened, it was like, okay, all right. I think, and he's a friend of mine. I know it. Like, we boys and stuff, And but I'm still like, stay over there. All right. And then, But as he got closer, I'm like, okay, cool. I, I, I'll, I'll accept this. And as time started cooking, it was like, okay. All right, he's a Laker. Then you start the conversation of what really makes him a Laker. Then I had people out there, oh, Kareem did. I don't remember Milwaukee. I remember Kareem as a Laker. Oh, Shaq, I don't know about Orlando. I remember Shaq as a Laker. He wins in L.A. I don't remember him as a Heat, and I don't remember him as a Cav. I remember him as a Laker. So when you start the conversation about how many does he have to win to get a statue, 
all of those sort of things because there's all the statues that are out in front of Staples Center, yep. whether it's Jerry West, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, at some point Kobe Bryant, you Chick know, Hearn. Chick Hearn, I think Wayne Gretzky's out in front. Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar De La Hoya. So you start yeah. to say, okay, what is it going to take for him to be a real Laker? I, I think he's got to win. I think he, we will take one for sure. Mm-hmm. But if he gets us two, he gets a statue. If he gets us one, he's a Laker. Okay. If he gets you one, he's a Laker. If he's two, he's dyed in the wool, purple oh, and gold. Oh, ab- absolutely, 100%. 100%. And he doesn't even have to get the two as the front-line guy. He can get the two as the two or the three guy three, four years from now. He doesn't have to do it back-to-back or nothing like that. Just be on the Lakers with two championships over the next four to five years and you get your statue. That's a tall task for anybody. But then again, this is LeBron we're talking about. For me, I would just mention the first game back at Staples after the death of Kobe against the Blazers when he had the uh, speech in his hand and then tossed it away and then just spoke from the heart. As as a non-Laker fan, but as a human, as a basketball fan, that's the moment LeBron got me with the Lakers when he said, yeah, I got this all written out, but you know what? Screw this. I'm just talking from the heart. That's just for me. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. No matter what battery problems you're dealing with, you can find your solution at AutoZone. They have an extensive selection of reliable batteries starting at just $79.99. So next time you're having starting trouble, start at AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Still to come, more NFL talk. Like I mentioned, how close are two teams that had their eyes on the Super Bowl close to benching their starting quarterbacks already. Who are we talking about and who can survive? We'll talk about that after Key has this. Z, the wait is finally over. Football season is here, which means Hulu has live sports. You can watch your favorite players like Baker Mayfield on Hulu plus live TV. Get access to over 65 live channels plus the largest streaming TV library, including exclusive originals in the hottest shows and movies. Start your free trial today so you don't miss a moment of the action. Live TV plan required. Restrictions apply. Learn more at Hulu.com 821. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 
fellas, that is not North Dakota nice. You can't talk about Carson Wentz like that, but apparently many are. The Eagles are 0-2. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin J. Will will be back tomorrow. He was all over the NBA last night. Look forward to having him here on Friday. And it's a pleasure to be joined in studio this morning by Damian Woody, ESPN NFL analyst. You'll see him on Get Up with Greeny and the Gang coming up at 8 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. So here we go. A lot of talk about Carson Wentz, you thought before the season that they could play Jalen Hurts and start him at some point. They're now 0-2. Damian, next up, the Bengals, who have shown some promise. But after that, the 49ers, the Steelers, and the Ravens for the Eagles. You think Hurts could start at some point. Is that some point soon? If he keeps playing like he's playing. I mean, this is a guy. I say one thing about Carson Wentz, he's playing like that hero ball. Key, you heard coaches, you know, Parcells and and other coaches talk about that, you know, where there's plays to be made, make the play. You know, don't make things too overcomplicated. And that's what I see from Carson Wentz is he's missing the simple throws, the easy plays, trying to, you know, trying to scramble around and, and, and just make these big plays. Sometimes just take what the defense gives you. And if you can, if the Eagles keep losing, oh, that chatter in Philadelphia is going to be sky high because you don't draft a quarterback in the second round for nothing. Mm-hmm. I can say that right now. I think that if if they continue to to spiral in a, in a negative way, there will be chatter in Philadelphia if it's not already. I'm not really, uh, you know, paying much attention uh, to what's going on in mm-hmm. terms of the screaming and hollering of the fan base in Philadelphia. As far as Jalen Hurst goes, I don't know based because of money. Only because of money. When you pay a guy $110 million of guaranteed money, they're probably still on the books for north of 60, eh, probably north of $50 million. So that's hard. You know, as, right. as you know, Damon, that's hard to swallow to be able to just say, we're moving on or we're going to bench him when we got so much cash invested in him. If he was on the back end of the deal, then it would be easier to say, okay, we're done with him. I think it's set up for the future, which means a year from now, two years from now, that they really start to think if Carson Witten doesn't doesn't turn out to be what they thought he was from a couple years ago, or even late last year, that he's just not getting it, that they will at some point start to look at Jalen Hurts. Well, here's what I'll say. You can't fool the players. No, no. We we all look at the same film. Absolutely. And if if you're playing this way week in and week out, players start looking at you sideways like, come on, man. Like, well, he's you, you, going to certainly, as you know, Damon, get pressure. Carson Wentz is from yeah, his teammates. Yeah. But it's just so early in the contract that the financials, you know, them owners don't like giving their money away, man. You <laughs> only way they go, no, they don't, I don't care how much money they have, they don't like giving their money away. They'll ride and die with coaches to the end so they don't have to pay them. They'll keep bad players on bad deals in the NFL so they don't have to pay them. That, so that's kind of what I'm looking at. Right. Damian Woody giving you the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. So we had mentioned just before you came on that there were two teams that had quarterbacks that were looking at the Super Bowl that were in trouble under center. One was Carson Wentz. We discussed it. The other, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mitigate this one because it could just be a one-off and Jay and Key seem to feel this way. And that is Drew Brees, who looked every bit of 41 <laughs> On Monday night, 41 and done was the question we had on Tuesday after Monday night football. They got Taysom Hill back there. They got Jameis Winston back there. And Drew has essentially said he's pretty close to the end and headed to the uh, the media world to join you. Um, when is it time to think about making a move there? I don't think you make the move now. Um, but I think the alarms are off 
inside that building in the Saints facility because if you can't, as a quarterback, if you can't threaten every area of the field, defensive coordinators got you. There's so many, sl- many slant passes that you can throw before everyone starts to adjust and starts sitting down on all these things. I was watching the game, you know, against the Las, Las Vegas Raiders, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm sitting on every short route that the New Orleans Saints put out there. Their biggest weapon is Alvin Kamara. That's their biggest weapon, their most explosive weapon on offense right now. I'm going to make Drew Brees show me that he can beat me over the top because right now I don't see it out of Drew Brees' arm. His arm looks like it's on that steady decline right now. So unless they can threaten all areas of the field, that's gonna hurt. Uh, that's gonna hurt that that bre- that you know that New Orleans Saints offense. Well, I think when you look at New Orleans and and if you're watching uh, us on TV on ESPN there, that there was a lot of miscommunication that was going on with Drew Brees and his receivers for whatever reason, uh, whether it's a uh, truncated uh, uh, training camp mm-hmm. or whether it's uh, missing Michael Thomas. Whatever the case is, you could clearly see that there was some communication issues that was there. I don't think he's done. Drew Brees' arm is always, to me, look like that. He's never been a – he's never had a strong arm. We're not talking about a a, a Drew Bledsoe, Vinny Testaverde. No, nobody – nobody. yeah. He, so he's never <laughs> been that type of strength out of his arm. He's been very accurate. And so his accuracy suffered. And when you watch some of the routes that was being run by the receivers slowing down when he's throwing to a spot – He's even telling them, like, dude, you got to keep going. So it looks as though he's missing the targets. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about him. I think I'm not worried about him at all. Jameis Winston will learn from him, and Jameis will take over next year if Drew decides not to play and take his television job. I don't see where Sean Payton, Coach Sean Payton, is going to do anything to Drew Brees whatsoever. I think Sean will go down in flames on this season before he moves on to another quarterback this year. How about that? More NFL talk with Adam Schefter this morning at 845 on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. But the football conversation rolls on with Damian Woody. He'll be with us here for the next 20 minutes or so. Then he'll have 20 minutes off and you'll see him on Get Up on ESPN with Mike Greenberg. We'll give you a little bit. He got dressed up of for a respite. Us. I love it, of right? Course, man. But you didn't do the same for me, though. <laughs> What's up with that? You know, I was coming in the studio. Oh, OK. You're naming the marquee. No, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but to Damien's point, you mean you'd be dressing up for your own show? I mean, you no, are you are entitled first. Sweater guy. Okay. <laughs> sweater guy over here. I'm in the middle. He's got the he's got the uh, sweatshirt with the hoodie. Damien's dressed to the nines, and I'm right in the middle. Uh, let's talk about Tom Brady. It's been amazing what we've seen here through the first couple of weeks. Brady didn't look like Brady. Arians didn't exactly come out and tamp it down, to be honest with you, the following Monday. A couple days ago, they asked Arians what's going on with Rob Gronkowski, and he essentially said, I don't know, he doesn't run 40 yards by people the way he used to anymore. He, that dude is a straight shooter to the max. But what? you didn't know that when you signed him? Like, <laughs> like, right, see, that's the thing. I understand B.A. has a certain way of communicating with his players and stuff like that, but you knew that when you signed him. You knew he wasn't just running by people anymore like that. That's one of the reasons he retired. So I guess to Key's point, what do you make of uh, Bruce's blunt style? That's not exactly new. He's always kind of been this way. Yeah. But we're talking Tom Brady here. Yeah, listen. Everyone got all up in arms, you know, with B.A. You know, Bruce Arian was making these comments in the media about not only Tom Brady, but 
all the players. You think Tom Brady? You think Tom Brady is sweating what BA is saying in the media? Like Tom Brady has been in a twenty-year meat grind up in New England. Twenty-year meat grind, uh, like mental meat grind up there. Very where, sarcastic. Where, he's, where, where, where he literally every day you're getting challenged by the head man and Coach Belichick. So if you can handle that type of environment where you're challenged all the time, you don't think Tom Brady's going to be able to handle a couple comments from Bruce Arians in the media? I think people just blowing this way out of proportion. And the, and the reason that they're taking it to that level is because, well, I'll, I'll put myself in that situation, even though I know Belichick and I know how they operate. They haven't heard it before, right? You, right. you haven't heard anybody go at Tom Brady or Gronkowski for that matter. Publicly. And so publicly. And so when you hear it, everybody, the reason they, they're like, oh, man, you said that to Brady. Oh, it, it, it's not Brady, like, like Damon said, Brady done got an earful a thousand times over. We just never hear it because it's in the building, it's in the film room, and it's sarcasm. Mm-hmm. It's, a way, it's, a sar- it's not a screaming and a yelling. It's that sarcastic way of communicating that make you put your head down when you walk out of a room. Yeah, so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be sweating no. what would be you know that's just ba style. He's gonna say what he's gonna say, but Tom ain't he, Tom ain't sensitive like that. There are eleven two and O teams in the National Football League. One of them is the Arizona Cardinals. They seem to be the most polarizing. How real is Arizona? Kyler Murray has been described. Oh by, God, stop. by Key. Why you why you hating Key? As cute? Why you why you hating? Why you hating on Kyler Murray, man? <laughs> Talk to me on this one. So so okay. So let me ask you this. As the adjectives, author, Key. You want to give the adjectives real quick? You've which used, part? Cute and adorable. He's no, been upgraded see, to adorable. No, I say, I didn't say him. I say what they do is cute and adorable. But people take that and put it on Kyler Murray. I didn't say that I don't like Kyler Murray as a quarterback you think, within the system. You like the, you think that the air race system is cute and adorable. Yes, that, yeah, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You played a long time in this league, won two Super Bowls, been to Pro Bowls, all of that. My argument with this system is it's not for long. It's going to be cute. It's, oh, look. Oh, God, he made him miss. He did this. He did that. Oh, my God, you see him shake that dude. Yeah, but I also seen Quentin Williams grab him in the championship, uh, uh, the final four, and slam him to the turf with one arm. And I can only imagine what Aaron Donald a good grown man strength can possibly do to him. And I can only imagine, you know, I was on NFL Live yesterday with Dan Orlowski, our, our NFL analyst, and he showed some clips of Kyler Murray kind of dancing around on the, on the Washington football team. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's cute. It looks sexy. <laughs> but at the end, Jamal Adams is not allowing that to happen. He's one of the most sure tacklers in this league. So when I look at that, I'm like, okay, they can win six, maybe seven games. They may even be able to go 5-0 and oh looking at their schedule right now. They got Detroit, Carolina, and the Dolphins. I believe that's the next three. They can be 5-0 and oh before they get to Seattle, before they get to Dallas. So it's like, just slow down. Pump your brakes on a 2-0 and oh team that beat up a beat-up San, beat beat San Francisco 49er team and a Washington team that beat up on a sorry-ass Philadelphia Eagle team right now. Now, see, I'm gonna give Kyler Murray a little more credit than Key. You know, but I, I'm not, I, I, not okay, giving him credit. I, I, well, I mean, you clearly not buying into the air raid, no, I'm Cliff not. Kingsbury, no, all that. I'm not buying. See, into that, that. to me, the reason I, the reason I'm buying into it is because 
Kyler Murray's been in that system basically since high school. Yes. Like, he knows this whole thing like the back of his hand. So he's teaching he's teaching the system to everybody. He knows exactly the, what to do. Even as a young player, a second-year player, he's like a vet in that so offensive me, system. Can, can, can that system with that defense win a Super Bowl in that conference, come out of that conference? That's my I'm right. Not, well, I'm not – I'm not there with Arizona yet because we've seen That's my a grade. lot of bad Arizona. But I will. I'm going to say this: Kyler Murray is here. Okay. Kyler Murray is here. I, I said before the season, I thought Kyler Murray was like a dark horse MVP type guy because of the simple fact that he's been in this system. You trade for you get DeAndre Hopkins, who's now your clear number one, and this guy right here. Look at look at this kid. See, you like look at that, this kid, but you like but you know, but, but you know, but, but wait, he's Damon. not getting the hit. But Damon, he's not getting the hit. You Keith. like that just like I like it. The real, I'm talking real facts here. I'm not talking about that looking cute and, and all that. I'm not talking about that. He's not getting the hit. So you think? Okay, so here, here I'm gonna ask you this question: For 16 games, you think he ain't gonna get hit? I'm just. I'm not, you think he's not gonna get hit? I'm doing not, what, that. Leading the team in rushing with his stature in, in the NFL, you don't think he's going to get hit? I think he's a smart quarterback where I, he don't I, expose himself to those type of hits. Okay. That's, that's a, what that's I'm a, saying. That's, that's what I'm a saying. Fair, that's a fair point. Now, I'm going to ask you this question. Do you think, and I'll ask you this again, I'll say it this way. Do you think with leaving the defense, now this year their time of possession has gone up a little bit on the offense side, just a little bit. Do you think that leaving your defense exposed out there like that, trying to score fast pace all the time, do you think that they can make a deep run in the playoffs with that style of defense, that they, or that style of offense, leaving their defense exposed? Well, let me say this. Over the, since Patrick Mahomes has been in Kansas City, they've, never, they've been negative in time of possession. They just outscore everybody. They've okay. never been a team that's controlled the clock or anything like that. They've just... They've been so explosive offensively that they just jump on top of you, and then the defense is always playing, you know, ahead of the ahead of the game. But they so also can they, can, so they, can they can they do can they replicate that? That's the experiment. You don't want to say that's that. the experiment. You, you right? don't want, we don't, we don't, don't have enough evidence that. right now. We don't have enough evidence right now. Exactly. You, that's you true. Just, you just you just don't buy into the air raid because nah. you think it's some type of. I think I you think it's some it. type of soft type of scheme that people it. just gonna catch up. With. I need you to. I need you to. T- I need something to be portable. I need people like Damon Woody that got all that beef on him to be able to block in December in in Chicago, in Green Bay, when the weather turns. I need to be able to turn around and hand the ball to Kenyon Drake and not feel like he's only going to get one yard. I need to be able to see those. Because, you know, when you get to playoff ball, yeah. it's your time now. Yeah, They don't have that. They throwing the ball all over the lot. I don't, And I'm a receiver. I'm, I should be jumping up and down if they throwing the football every play. I should be jumping up and down. But you, I know that this stuff does not work in the NFL long term. That's, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of football, right? We're gonna Arizona, we're gonna, we're gonna find out, Key. Arizona people coming to get me, man. Get out of here. <laughs> so no, Ky- get off our show. <laughs> Kyler Murray is here. Damian will be there. That would be get up this morning, eight a.m. Eastern on ESPN. Now, I won't say it nearly as bluntly as Key, but now if you want, you can leave. You don't have to get out of here, but if you want, you can leave. <laughs> well, I, like I like I tell Stephen A. all the time, man. When I come on the set, man, it's my set. That's I ain't gonna set. mess with you. You're offensive lineman. I don't. I take linemen to eat. I know what to do to them. Take them out to dinner. They cool. They they gonna have my back. 
I'm sure more Jets conversation is coming with Greeny and Woody coming up at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Adam Gase hanging by a thread. Damian, thank you. No problem. Still to come, we talked a ton of quarterbacks, including Kyler Murray. He's a young one. Burrow and Herbert, the young rookies, are already on the field. So when will we see the quarterback that was drafted between them? That lefty down in Miami. A potential answer on the way. Dolphins play tonight, but first, Sports Center. Dragic against Hayward, out beyond the arc. Goes to Hero, left side, Iguodala. They work it on the perimeter with seven to shoot. Now Hero's got it. Hero triggers a deep three. It's good again. 33 for the rookie Tyler Hero in game four. I got no other words to describe him, Doris. I don't know what to say. He's unbelievable. Unbelievable's right. That's P.J. Carlissimo talking to Doris Burke, who was on the call. And the call for the shot by Tyler Hero from Mark Kestesure. The Celtics might be shot. They're down 3-1. Hero had 37 points. He heard point 33 on the call. He added four more. Victory number four in this series could come from Miami Friday night. 8.30 Eastern on ESPN. And if indeed that is the case, they'll be back in the NBA Finals for the first time since 2014 when LeBron led him there. And oh, wouldn't you know, maybe LeBron in the NBA Finals for Miami. How juicy would that be? Speaking of LeBron, he did tweet following the grand jury ruling. I'm sure many of you have been following the story regarding Breonna Taylor with just one officer charged or indicted on wanton endangerment. None of the police officers involved in the Louisville incident that took the life of the 26-year-old EMT were charged with homicide. LeBron's reaction to that, tweeting, quote, I've been lost for words today. I'm devastated, hurt, sad, mad. We want justice for Brianna. This is something we'll be talking about throughout the course of the morning and have here on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. And from the NBA to the NHL, the Lightning defeat Dallas 5-2 in Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final in Edmonton in their bubble. The Lightning scored five goals in a Cup Final game, in a Stanley Cup Final game for the first time in team history. They now have a 2-1 series lead. They've been a tremendous regular season team for years. They just want to add another cup to the one they won almost 15 years ago. And SportsCenter is brought to you by Indeed. Defining a high-impact hire is a serious goal for your business. Use Indeed. Their flexible payment options mean better bang for your buck with no long-term contracts. They'll even give you a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post at Indeed.com slash high-impact terms and conditions apply. As you may know, week three of the NFL season begins tonight. Dolphins and Jacksonville. Time for the weekend starts today. The weekend starts today brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Essentially what we do is we check in with team reporters from both squads, and we will begin with Amber Wilson, a Miami-based ESPN radio host. The big question surrounding the Dolphins, Amber, tonight obviously is might we see Tua out there? I don't expect you're going to see Tua tonight, no matter what happens in this game, guys. And buckle up, because I'm not sure that the country is seeing Tua anytime soon, if that's what you were hoping for. That's not what Dolphins fans want to hear. The clamoring for Tua has already begun after just a couple losses this season. But Tua's a long play for this Dolphins team. He's the future of this franchise. I'm just not sure there's a great reason to throw him out there early. I think you allow this offense to develop more chemistry. You have some rookies on that line. Before you expect them to protect Mr. Right, you give them time to gel while they're protecting Mr. Right now, so to speak. So I'm not expecting we see Tua in this one, and I'm just not convinced that we're seeing him anytime soon. Mr. Right now would be uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mr. Right would be Tua. Is Amber right we won't see Tua tonight? 
Well, look, I, I don't think you'll see him tonight. I think at some point throughout this season, though, he will play, um, whether it's because Fitzy decides to sit down on the bench because of an injury, because he's missed time before. I just – when you draft a guy this high with this situation, you kind of want to get him ready at some point, get him acclimated to NFL football, not NFL training camp. So I, 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 I look for him – when they're mathematically kind of like out of it mm-hmm. – I look for him to start to really get the necessary preparation to take over. Let me ask you this, though. The guy drafted right behind Tua was Justin Herbert. Tua drafted five. Herbert drafted six. Justin Herbert woke up Sunday morning thinking, I'm just going to watch Tyrod Taylor and learn. And then Tyrod had a little bit of an unfortunate mishap. His lung was punctured when they were trying to inject him, which is one of the strangest stories I've heard in years. And obviously the uh, the team medical officials are obviously going to be investigated here by the NFL. That's something we can talk about another time. But Herbert essentially woke up and said, all right, I'm ready to hold the clipboard today. Just learn it. It's just my second NFL game. And then boom, he's out there. It is possible that Tua is just one snap away, but it's been a long time since that hip was dislocated. Well, you always have to prepare as a starter. I mean, that, you're the second guy. You better be preparing as a starter. You don't ever want to be put into a game and be like, oh, well, what do I do? That that won't go over well with your teammates, let alone the coaches. And I think it's been a long time, like you said, with the hip with Tua, the ankles with Tua. But if you feel good about where he's at, as time goes on, like I said, you get mathematically eliminated, you may want to start the process a few games early rather than wait till next season so that you know exactly what it is that you have going into the year and you're not guessing. Fair enough. On the other side, the Jags have to figure out a way to stop Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mike DiRocco, our ESPN Jags reporter with them, 24-7, 365. Mike, how do you do that? The Jaguars have had some trouble on pass defense this season. Phillip Rivers and Ryan Tannehill have combined to throw for five touchdown passes in the first two weeks, and the Jaguars are giving up 294 yards passing per game. Plus, the Jaguars have had just two sacks and ranked close to the bottom of the league in pressuring the quarterback. Defensive end Josh Allen, who had 10.5 sacks as a rookie last season, hasn't gotten home yet, and the Jaguars need him to get going. Plus, here's a weird stat about Fitzpatrick. He's beaten the Jaguars five times as a starter and all with different teams. <laughs> hey, who hasn't beaten the Jags five times? No, five different teams. Fitz has been well-traveled. He's been on a lot of teams. <laughs> but but when you look at it, he's talking about the past defense. Yeah, you think? Jalen Ramsey plays for the Rams now, and, and uh, Yannick Ngakwe is in Minnesota. And Fournette. And for, well, Fournette's on the offensive side. But, yeah, you they, they basically – when were they in the AFC Championship game? Three years ago? Yeah, after the 2017 regular season. So you were three years ago in the AFC Championship game. I don't even know who's left on that team from there, right? I mean, it's like nobody is there, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They're all pretty much gone, and that's what's going to happen. But Jacksonville has played decent football in these last two games. Men, shoo, has been pretty good. <laughs> Bless you. Are right, you need a tissue or what do you need? <laughs> and we should mention they had a double-digit lead in Foxborough in the fourth with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. You're that, that Yeah, but Blake close. Bortles was their quarterback. I wouldn't trust him either. <laughs> That's fair enough. Blake back with the Denver Broncos right now. They're oh, some... Denver, look at you all giddy. <laughs> we got to get there. So we'll have the Broncos and the Jets. You'll get an opportunity to see Blake Bortles on Thursday night football. Your Jets 
my Broncos. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin reminding you to check out ESPN Audio at Home by telling Alexa to play news from ESPN. ESPN Audio at Home brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out just how far an extra mile really goes. From customization and service to financial assistance, Mercedes-Benz Vans are ready for anything. And we'll be ready for Take It or Shake It, our game where we essentially ask Key a question. And he says, yup, nope. And that includes the juiciest one of all. Does Key think the Ravens and Chiefs, who meet on Monday Night Football, will eventually meet in the AFC Championship game. We'll see if Key takes that or shakes that. But first, this word from Hulu. The wait's finally over. Football season is here, which means Hulu has live sports. You can watch your favorite players like Baker Mayfield on Hulu Plus Live TV. Get access to over 65 live channels, plus the largest streaming TV library, including exclusive originals and the hottest shows and movies. Start your free trial today so you don't miss a moment of the action. Live TV plan required. Restrictions apply. Learn more at Hulu.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. All right. As simple as it gets. We'll ask Key some topics, starting with some NFL. I told you we're going to talk football, a very juicy football topic here. And essentially, Key will take it or say, yeah, I'm down with this, or shake it and say, get that out of my face. Take it or shake it. It's brought to you by Granger. Love this one. The football weekend starts with Miami and Jacksonville. Eh. It ends with the Ravens and the Chiefs. That gets two thumbs up. After they meet on Monday night football on ESPN, Key, take it or shake it, they will also meet again in the AFC title game with a shot at the Super Bowl. Shake it. Shake it. There y'all go. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think Kansas City and New England will be in the AFC Championship game. I, I, I feel that that's going to be the way to go. I feel like somehow Baltimore meets New England in the playoffs. It becomes a Cam-Lamar situation. Cam prevails, takes New England to KC. No fans in the stands at all whatsoever. Cam Newton then pulls a rabbit out and New England goes to the Super Bowl. New England, wow, what a great storyline. He did tell us before the season he thought the Pats were easily going to win the AFC East and be back in the AFC I could title be wrong, though. Yeah, you could be wrong, but hey, we'll mark it down. The Heat 
will finish off the Celtics Friday night on ESPN at 8.30 Eastern, meaning the Heat go to the NBA Finals in five. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Yeah, for sure. I I, I believe that this is over with. Um, The Heat is packing their bags. Well, they will be packing their bags for L.A., but they're going to be packing them for the next hotel next to the hotel that they're in in the bubble. They're going to replace whatever hotel the Celtics are staying. They're going to move to that to make it seem like they're traveling. But – in seriousness, I think that with the way that the Heat bench has been playing, in the fact that they're down three-one, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, man. Eric Spoelstra is a good coach, and I don't see where the Heat is going to surrender. There was a statistic that the Heat, when they're up at three-one in any series, closeout series, they have never lost, mm-hmm. and so I don't think that that's gonna happen. We'll see. Hopefully, they'll get into the Grand Floridian. I heard that's a really good hotel there on the grounds. Never been. A little out of my price range. Okay, I know this you one. Work you work for Disney. You're fine. Discount. <laughs> Got to get the discount. Uh, the Silver Pass. Okay, this one's already been stated uh, because if you've ever listened to the show, you know Key's mentioned this. But if you're a first-time listener, welcome, by the way, to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Lakers over the Nuggets in five. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take, take it. it. Yeah, what happened to us the other night was just – you know, they, 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 they didn't, we didn't play as well as we needed to from a bench standpoint, and their bench played much better than ours. Our second unit has to do a better job and control their second unit, and then we'll be fine. Keyshawn, I mean, you can't get basic triple doubles out of the two big guys and nobody else contribute. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Shell Pennzoil performance line, including defensive stopper, Tony Allen, who will join us at 8-10 Eastern. I bet he is thrilled with the way the Heat are playing defense and the way the Lakers are going to have to play defense to be able to stop Jimmy Butler and suddenly the hero named Tyler. Love this one. Baker Mayfield. Okay, there's four teams, of course, in the AFC North. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cincinnati, and, of course, the Cleveland Browns. Baker is the fourth best QB in his own Division. Burrow has played two games, and Baker knocked him off last Thursday, but Burrow was great. Take it or shake it, Baker, the fourth of four. Shake it. Shake Shake it. it. Who's worse? It's not worse. It's just that Baker has two games under Kevin Stefanski's offense. He looked better the second game than he did the first. I'm willing to let it play out a little bit more before I just say that Joe Burrow's better than him because Joe Burrow's not better than Lamar or Ben Roethlisberger. We both know that. No doubt. I want to amend this one. It could be take it, shake it, or trash it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the third one, even though this is your game. Uh, we have a host in Cleveland, Aaron Goldhammer, host of The Really Big Show. Not that he's got any sort of uh, self-esteem issues when you title your show The Really Big Show. But it's, he's a host on ESPN 850 in Cleveland. Yeah. He's been there 15 years. He's watched the Browns closer than anybody. He wants to posit this. Baker Mayfield is a better option right now then Drew Brees, feel free to take the third one. No, it's it, trash. Trash it! No, he, man, look, Aaron Goldhammer's a good dude. He was on our show. I've been on his show. I go on his show every week. And, and so, no, no, not right now. No. I mean, Drew Brees, no one said anything about Drew Brees when they beat the Bucks in week one. And beat Brady. And beat Brady. He had a subpar game and threw an ill-advised pick in the middle of the field against the Raiders, and the first thing people say is his arm is shot. When you look at the clips, you're looking at this clip right here on ESPN. Look at the tight end he's throwing to. The guy stopped. Keep going to the damn sideline. If he keeps going to the sideline, it's a big completion. And you can see on Drew's face on television that he's frustrated with him. That's what make people think. That's what will make people think that I can't play anymore. 
And that's what Drew is saying. And we should also mention that they lost to the Raiders, who is number six in your real ranking. Yes. So they've played a couple of really good teams. And without Michael Thomas. Right. And you know the Bucs are going to be good at the end. And obviously you've got the Raiders as a top six team in the NFL right now. Sometimes it's a quality of your competition. Last one for you, since you were on the uh, Pac-12 All-Century team. The college football playoff will indeed, right now scheduled for New Year's Day, the semifinal games, the Rose Bowl and the All-State Sugar Bowl, and the title game, January 11th in Miami, the whole playoff will be pushed back due to the coronavirus. Shake it. Shake it. It's going down. I think it'll just go down. Because every week is like, every day we come in, there's a different team that's counseling the game. Not necessarily the Power Five. You know, you have some in the ACC, but not the SEC yet, and not the Big 12, but it's coming. You can feel it. You can feel there's going to be games that's going to be canceled, and, and then in the end, I, to, to me, I don't even feel like it's going to be played, though, to be honest with you. I think they're going to try to get through as much of the regular season as they can, maybe some little rinky-dink championship games and bowl games, and the championship game may not even be played because it's – I know they want to play it because of money, but teams keep – how are you going to put a team in that's only played six games against a team that played nine, against a team that may have played eight, against a team that may have played 11 – I mean, that's not fair. And they're trying to figure that out right now, how they're going to do it. And at the lower level, too, there was some literature the other day talking about lifting the six wins for a bowl. You might not be able to play those games. You could see teams with subpar wins make bowl games. Still to come, we're taking our QB picks for this week. Biggest QB matchups. Who's key got? Dak or Dangerous? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.